FM 104 is switched on and I'm joined by the founder of Orb Media, Kira Sheehan. Hello. Hello, Louise. Happy New Year. Thank you very much. I don't know when it gets to the point when we don't say that anymore. <laughs> well, I suppose the the end of this week is probably the most appropriate, struck inappropriate time to finish. Yes, that makes sense. But we're back talking about the metaverse, obviously, in 2024. And we're kicking it off this week with Olivia Rodrigo. She's put herself into the metaverse. Yes, she's decided to join a lot of her fellow musicians like The Weeknd and Elton John and Saweetie um, by having uh, Olivia's house party in Roblox, Amazing. which is uh, actually looks like a, a good experience in comparison to some of the other ones, which have been pretty poor. She's got her fan base from 11 to 13 upwards, plus older ones, all connected in to log in, pay their fee, which I think is about $15, which gives them access to exclusive little emotes, which are like little digital assets, like a little handbag or a little piece of clothing or something small like that would be exclusive to her. So they've access to them and they have, they can hang in for five minutes, come back on three different days and they can then post their ideas and share their content and have a little bit of a of musical experience as they go around the house itself. It's quite interesting how they're all starting to kind of, get themselves into the metaverse, even in a small way. It is like it started out with kind of just the outlier artists of people that you wouldn't really know that would be kind of wouldn't really be up there with the big hitters. But when you have people like The Weeknd doing it, it gathers momentum and it kind of comes back to the fact that Roblox is such a monster. Mm -hmm. At the end of last year, they announced that they had a massive increase in their user base. They had 70.2 million daily active users. Wow. which is huge. Like I, I can't even put that into perspective. It's, it's phenomenal. When you think the population of Ireland is what, four or five million? Yeah, it's amazing. And they have 70 million. Yeah. What is the um, age group so, that tends to use Roblox? Well, see, this is the thing that's always kind of up for discussion in that a lot, a lot of the staff will say that they're between eight and 13. But the more brands have gone in there, and the more acts have gone in there that they're literally trying to target an older generation that have more money. So they're trying to, the, the ones from 13 to 16, they have more money to spend because they're likely to get pocket money. They're likely to get more gifts. They're likely to get row books from, you know, from their family. Whereas the younger ones don't get that as such. So they're, they're bringing their audience in young, but they're keeping them in. And every time they bring an artist in like that, or even like The weekend or Saweetie, that American rap artist, they are actually extending and inviting in an older user, an older gamer rather than user, um, a monthly active user. So they're being very clever about it. If that was a marketing platform, they would call it cradle to grave marketing. Mm -hmm. So you basically get them in, get them young, get their loyalty, get the brand awareness and then feed them relevant content for different stages of their life throughout the game. So with 70 million users and gamers at the end of your fingertips as a as a gaming platform the power they have is massive that's unbelievable and also I think with the artists now beginning to realise who else they can reach when they get onto a platform like yeah. this only more of them I think are going to start doing it too I think so and if you think of the way that they can sell their digital avatars they can sell merchandise they could actually sell tickets if they link directly in with Ticketmaster but when you have artists like Olivia she doesn't need to sell tickets. But in general, if you want a massive increase in ticket sales in a particular genre or a particular uh, cohort of gamer, very easy thing to do. 
very very easy to do to garner that support and to run you can run competitions and incentives within Roblox for any artist I actually really like her because when she was doing her stadium tour she was saying that she never really got to do the small venues so on her tour she'd go into smaller pubs and and do a bit of that as well so just to kind of build up her you know on stage performance and be able to say that she kind of did a bit of building on it so I'm assuming this is kind of what she's trying to do she's trying to build it because it obviously happened so quick for her she's trying to build it um, in other ways as well which I quite like and I love that she's kind of trying these things too and you know something it's quite a nice experience it's um it does feel a bit kind of preteen, mm-hmm. but it is nice and it's kind of age appropriate the colors are nice and it's kind of a bit like American kind of preteen kind of feel to it it is nice and the bits and pieces you get with it are they're cute it has an element of cuteness about it nice okay that kind of goes along with her music as well so she she has an idea there tell us about Walmart what are they up to so this is really interesting right because normally when a brand launches in the metaverse they go and create their own metaverse and all of their customers or their fans have to go to that metaverse to engage and it's not really taken off for most brands because they haven't quite got it right so you'll heard me speak about places like Decentraland or the Sandbox where they have these massive metaverses or gaming environments, but nobody goes there. So what Walmart did was they decided that they would put Walmart into the games where people already are. So they are traveling to their customer virtually. And what they decided to do was they're using a a gaming engine called Unity. And Unity has 1.1 million developers globally. And what they've said is that if the Unity developers want to develop digital assets that reflect the Walmart product range and put them into games and create like a digital twin that the developers will then get commission when the product is sold online in the game and delivered by Walmart. Mm. So you have all these gamers in these games who primarily in the US would be very familiar with the Walmart range and say for example there's one called House Flip, a game where you go in, you build your house, you make it you flip it like you would in the real world and you do it up refurbish it but you could effectively buy all those interior house items in the game and walmart will deliver and the guy who created you know the copy of the couch or the copy of the cushion or the copy of the the lighting he would then get commission so it's a great way to incentivize a community and the player doesn't leave the game it's very clever everyone's a winner yeah because obviously once you get into the game they want to try and keep you in the game oh absolutely the 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 loyalty of gamers and they stay in games like for seven eight hours nine hours like anyone who has a child with a a playstation will tell you Mm -hmm. the battle it is to get it off them Mm -hmm. but the loyalty of gamers you see and if walmart is embedded in the game they're not disrupted by walmart it's just embedded in the game and when you think there's 400 million SKUs in every walmart store so that's 400 million money-making opportunities for every Unity developer. Yeah. Very clever because they're, they're not taking them out of the game to, to get it or purchase it or get it. No. So they're, they're actually, not. it's very clever. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing that if anybody's ever come across a virtual store, they would have noticed, even with the high-end ones, when you go to click, you're brought to the brand's own website. And it's a pain because if you want to go back to where you were in your beautiful immersive environment, you have to go out and come back in. Mm-hmm. There's a few reasons for that. Technical reasons and security reasons. But the fact that Walmart have cracked it 
mm-hmm. in that they can keep you in. Like this is going to put like boring old websites like Amazon in the dark. Yeah. How is boring is Amazon when you go to buy something? Like you just lose the will. Whereas if you're in a game and you decide, you know what? They've got two clo- clothing ranges in Walmart and I want to buy a pair of jeans for this weekend. And they pop up in your game and you just buy them and this then carry is, on with your game and then they get delivered. This is the future, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely the future. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's a bit like, you know, Ikea did their whole um, AR augmented reality experience. And a lot of people think, oh, you have to be a massive machine like Ikea to do it. You actually don't. You don't have to be. It's just a small amount of technology in the right team and you can do it. And this is what's going to happen with Walmart. When people see the conversion rates in this Walmart experience with other other shops and other stores, they're going to be really surprised. And it's a real like I did some sur- survey and some research and 79 percent of people who went into an immersive metaverse shopping environment bought a product. Wow. Whereas when when you and I shop online, the average conversion rate is two percent. Mm-hmm. So they're, Walmart have been very clever about how they've gone about it. Because someone else is going to create all the digital avatars for them, all the digital twins, all the beautiful 3D models. They'll get paid commission. And then Walmart will have their brand in front of a gamer, depending on the, the type of game, and they will get the sale. Excellent. Somebody very mm. smart behind that one. And now to move on to this, we probably will have to wait till next week to get um, an answer or a resolution for it. But Bitcoin is looking at being regulated today as we speak. Bitcoin is on the verge of being regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in the US. It's on the verge of it, but it might not happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's due to be on today. So before we came on air, I checked to see had the decision come through yet. So the the quandary is should bitcoin be regulated and half of you know the sec will say yes it should be regulated to protect investors to protect consumers so that you don't have all of this mad crypto um pump and dump you know on the price of crypto and then it crashes and nobody's accountable nobody's protected versus the whole idea behind crypto is that it's called defi it's not regulated so it's decentralized. So the, the argument is, if you regulate it, then it's centralized. So it's not DeFi anymore. So it doesn't have the same, the same attractiveness that it would have had. But then the other side is, it should be regulated to protect people. So the funny thing was, yesterday, on the SEC's Twitter, somebody hacked it. And they said, great news here. We've just regulated Bitcoin. And the price of Bitcoin went from $44,000 up to $47,000. Wow. And then when it came out that it, it had been hacked and that it was fake news, the price dropped again. So that goes wow. to show you how volatile it is. Interesting. Okay. So we will have to wait yeah. and see. Is it likely to pass and be regulated, do we think? Like, do you know what? You might as well put your money on a horse. I have no idea whether it will happen or not. It's just this, the whole crypto world is so shadowy and it's, there's so many flavours in it. It's impossible to say. We'll, We'll just have to wait to find out. Wait and find out. We'll have a bit more of a chat about it next week. Kira Sheehan, founder of Orb Media. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks, Louise.